Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my business empowerment program. It is a nine-week one-on-one business coaching program designed to take your business and life to the next level. So if you are a coach, consultant, or service provider, and really want to take your business from static to successful, if you feel like you're hitting a plateau, feeling stuck and overwhelmed, and really not sure what your next step is, then head across to my website at periscopecoaching.com.au and check out the business coaching section. And you can find all my free resources there and more information about my business coaching empowerment program. So with that said, let's jump into the episode. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today's episode is all about self-doubt. It is something that has been coming up a lot for a couple of clients that I'm working with at the moment, as well as been off the back of uh, the Goals for Impact masterclass I did the other week. We talked a little bit about it and it was interesting because it was like, it's so important to notice that we can have our goals set out and we can understand what needs to happen. But if we're constantly doubting ourselves and we're often stuck on the back foot and we're keeping ourselves stuck and we're feeling blocked creatively and we're not taking any action. And so it's really important that we understand where self-doubt comes from, how we can eradicate it or start to work with it and move through it. So then we can continue to work towards our dreams and our goals. And it's, you know, it's all about just stop being so hard on yourself when we're so focused on ourselves and on the doubt that we have for ourselves. We're not focused on the people we want to help and we're not focused on the impact that we can make in the world. And we're not focused on the things that we can actually achieve. We're focused on self. So today we're going to be talking all about self-doubt and how to recognize it, how to overcome it and how to move through it. So you can start noticing it and stopping the spiral from happening so you can continue to move forward. So what is self-doubt, right? So without self-doubt, we get to actually support and develop our own self-belief. With it, we often get so stuck and we get stopped in our tracks. The self-doubt keeps us hiding and keeps us stuck. It is that, honestly, it's a silent business killer. It kills our dreams. It kills, kills our thoughts around our ability. It kills our possibilities, like it honestly keeps us stuck in such a place of scarcity and lack of abundance because we're always coming from a place of lack. And so self-doubt, it stops action. It stops our momentum. It stops decision-making and creates such a disconnect. And this is what I really want to talk about. Like when we're doubting ourselves, we're making ourselves be different to other people and to other things. So we're actually creating this huge separation between ourselves and other people when that's not the case. So we all experience self-doubt, but when we look at ourselves as separate, then we are in our minds actually creating a difference when we're not different from anybody else. And when we create that separation, then we lose the connection that we have with other people, the connection we have with our dreams, our, our soul, our, you know, our God or our universe or whoever else where we believe in, we're actually losing that connection because we're constantly stuck. 
So, you know, self-doubt can show up in ways that it keeps us blocked creatively. It may be from the, from the place of being scared to launch something new or constantly questioning what you do, how you do it, how well you do it, your ability, your capability, um, and how you would even be able to do anything. Like it really constantly comes back to this place of capability and that honestly the language that around it we get, we often use is that I don't know, I don't feel confident. And yet confidence always comes after the fact. We, If we're stuck in that place of doubt and we're not taking action, then confidence will never come because it's always after the action has taken place that confidence takes place because we become competent and then confidence follows. So our self-doubt can keep us stuck and it blocks our intuition, it blocks our abundance, lowers our vibration because it's such a low energy negative emotion that keeps us so so low in our vibration. It doesn't open up possibilities of abundance where it's what we're really wanting. Like when we're stuck in that complete self-doubt spiral, we want so much more for ourselves and we want to see the possibilities. But when we're constantly in that spiral of negative emotion, it's very, very hard to get out of it, to find purpose or to find intuition or to find possibilities or to even reach for the one possibility or capability to believe that it's true for us. And it all comes down to our mindset. It all comes down to what's going on between our ears, right? So if we look at, say, the meaning of self-doubt, if we look at the dictionary, self-doubt, the basic meaning is the lack of confidence in oneself and one's abilities. And our self-doubt honestly comes down to that thought pattern in our minds, that lack of belief, that lack of confidence and the belief to know that we are capable or competent. So how do we overcome it? How many times would you say that you've doubted yourself? And you may be someone that doesn't necessarily doubt themselves much, but I really still want you to notice where this is playing out for you because every single human being has self-doubt in some area of their lives. And they may even doubt the possibility of that goal achievement. They may even doubt the possibility of the uh, ability to show up for yourself, right? So being able to nut out where those experiences are happening for you and we start to then look at the thought patterns. It is so, so important that we uncover the thought patterns because human beings have around 60,000 thoughts a day and 80% of those are the thoughts that we had yesterday. So I guarantee you, if you doubted yourself yesterday, there's honestly, there's going to be some self-doubt thought patterns that will come into today. So we've got to learn to recognize them. We've got to learn to have awareness around them so we can start to shift and change them. Honestly, stop indulging in them because self-doubt is an indulgent emotion. It's that pity. It's that self-pity, right? And even though it keeps us stuck, it often, there might even be like a secondary gain that will come into play there. So what and what I mean by that is often, often when we indulge in a thought pattern of lack or self doubt or lack of self belief, sometimes it's actually keeping us safe. So it could be keeping us safe from pushing outside of our comfort zone, putting ourselves in situations where we might be judged or humiliated, or uh, you know, it's, it's actually noticing where that literally that edge is. And when we start to recognize where that edge is, we want to notice, is that edge keeping me comfortable? Like, am I not pushing past that edge of that comfort zone into that fear zone to be able to move through the fear to get to the growth zone? Or 
am I actually staying here because it's comfortable for me? It's easy. I've, I know it. It's something that I'm certain about and it keeps me here. I'm safe and that's okay. And that self doubt comes into play when we are pushing outside of our comfort zone into the fear zone. That's where we often come up with lots of excuses, where we often start to doubt our abilities. And we need to be aware of that's a fear-based thinking pattern and know that we can 100% work with that fear-based thought pattern to move through it to get to the learning stage. Okay. So when we look at the, we look at our comfort zone, we have our little comfort zone where we literally sit and we know the outcome. We know exactly what's going to happen. We know the, our ability in that stage. We know exactly what's going to play out. Okay. We know the possibilities. We know the outcomes. And then we go, well, okay, we want more for our lives. And then we start to push outside that comfort zone. And when we get push outside that comfort zone, we get into what we call the fear zone. It's because it's the unknown. The brain doesn't know what's happening in that situation. The outcome is unknown. The possibilities are unknown and lots of self-judgment can come into play there. Lots of excuses because we will often go to that fear zone and then go, oh, this is too scary. And we go back to what's comfortable, which is our comfort zone. So we'll push to the fear zone and then we'll come back. We'll push to the fear zone and we'll come back in and we'll stay comfortable. Now, we can do this for years and years and years of our lives, right? But when we start to recognize that that's not enough for us and we start to recognize that we want more, we start to then push further out into the fear zone. And through that is where we, you know, uncover challenges and we uncover growth and we uncover what's next for us. But we need to be able to work with that fear zone to push through to what we call the learning zone. When we get to the learning zone, that's where we start to build self-belief to eradicate the self-doubt. But we need to get through the fear zone before we can get to the learning zone, which we then push through, actually get then into the growth zone. We want to get to the growth zone because all human beings are wired for growth. We need it to survive and we to evolve and but we cannot get there unless we go through the fear, get to the learning stage, learn something, build the self-belief, and then get into the growth zone. So how many times have you doubted yourself or feared something would happen that anything, it could be a negative thing that might happen that actually never really took place. And we often keep our thoughts so distorted and exaggerated in our own minds that we are stuck in that fear zone instead of actually reaching for the learning zone and being able to know that, okay, so this is just the fear zone. I'm here. It's okay. I can work with the fear. I can take it with me. And I love the analogy of like, if you get in the car and you let fear in the car, because we've got to take it with us. We need fear to survive. All human beings experience fear and we need it for the light and dark, the highs and lows of our lives. And we need it to keep us safe. If we didn't have fear, then we wouldn't actually stop ourselves from getting hit by cars and walk out on the road, or we wouldn't actually have the response, the fear response to keep us safe. So we need it. So we don't want to eradicate it, but we want to allow it to come with us. Okay. So we let it in the car, but we are in the driver's seat. We take the wheel and we push through to the direction we want to go and we let fear sit in the back seat. Okay. You may have heard me talk about that before on past podcasts when I talked a little bit about fear. And so self-doubt will come in and we'll be, you'll be driving and you'll be listening to the self-doubt of, I don't know if I can, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't think I can do this. I honestly, I, I don't know if I've ever been able to do this. It's literally keeping us stuck in that pity spiral of self-doubt. Now, if we latch onto that feeling of self-doubt, 
it will create more thoughts of more self-doubt. If we indulge in it, we sit in it and we agree with it, then it will create even more thought patterns around self-doubt. Okay, so this is where we get to have the awareness. This is where we get to take a step back and take our power back and go, okay, I'm sitting here in self-doubt. I know it. I'm listening to it. It's going on inside of my head. Is it serving me right now? And usually the answer will be no. And then what will happen is we will look to look for answers outside of ourselves. So we'll go out and we'll ask other people. We might become that serial polar. We'll ask 50 friends before we make a decision. Or we will go out and we will search for the information to decide whether this backs us up or not, right? So we'll often then even sometimes even remember back to the past where we tried certain things and remember that we failed and that will back up the belief of the self-doubt. Well, we've got to start looking at what will serve us best. And we need to be able to have kindness in that moment and stop being so hard on ourselves and start to recognize that, okay, this isn't serving me. What's something kind that I could say to myself in this moment that would help shift me out of the fear zone into the learning zone, into the inspiration zone? Okay, so it might be like, I am capable. I have learnt things in the past. And so that's more of a more neutral feeling thought rather than I don't know what I'm doing or I can't do this or I honestly am not very confident in this right now. I'm so scared to do anything. I'm questioning everything that I know. There's such heavy feeling thoughts. But when we get to that neutral based thought of, I can learn something because I have in the past. There's evidence behind it. We, we have, we believe that thought. It's a feeling good thought. I might not be confident yet, but that's okay. Just reach for that feel good thought and allow yourself to then get into the learning zone. So what could I do right now that would help me feel more capable? Because remember, self doubt is all about capabilities. It's all about belief in oneself. So we've got to really start to build that self-belief until it becomes something that is true for us. So we reach for the thoughts that feel good. We reach for the thoughts that are true. So I am capable to learn. I am learning right now. I have the ability to read. I can then indulge myself in learning right now. What's one action step that I could take that would start to actually build the belief that I have in this ability. And it might be something so minute. It could be, I can read 30 pages of a book today, or it could be, I could reach out to someone and ask a question specifically about this thing to build my capability or to build my knowledge around this, this ability. So really starting to reach for those feel good thoughts and start to push yourself into the learning zone, remember? Because when we're stuck in that fear zone of self-doubt and we find those excuses and we start to listen to all that self-doubt, we're pushing ourselves back into the comfort zone. But we want—we don't want to go back there. We want to go to the learning zone. So we've got to get to the point where we want to learn and inspire and start to recognize challenges as opportunities to grow. So if this is a challenge you're experiencing right now and you're starting to recognize that, okay, so I'm constantly doubting myself in this situation because this is a stage of growth. This is a stage of being able to expand your ability, expand your knowledge, expand your belief in yourself. We are building self-belief in the learning zone. So how do we do that? We need to learn to rebuild the trust with ourselves. Our word to ourselves is everything. The commitments that we have to ourselves and our word, and when we go against it, we lose trust with ourselves. So if there's been times in the past which 
well, I guarantee you there'll be times in the past where you've said something about doing something for yourself and then you didn't do it. And then internally that little voice will be like, see, told you you couldn't or you don't know what you're doing, so why try? We are so awful to ourselves. We would never say these things to friends or family, right? But we can be so, so awful to ourselves. So recognizing that if we want to build self-trust to start building the self-belief, we need to start recognizing where we're not honoring our word to ourselves. We're not honoring our own commitments. And then I would start really small. Start to rebuild the trust with yourself by setting one small achievable goal and I would base it on the capability that you're trying to grow in, they're trying to expand in or whatever is holding you back. Set small, small achievable goals. And I always say like 150% achievable that you cannot fail at it. So get yourself to that stage where you set those small achievable goals this week and then recognize it, celebrate yourself. Because often when we're in self-doubt, we don't even allow ourselves to celebrate ourselves because we kind of beat ourselves up about what we did wrong and we focus on the failure rather than what actually did work. So start to recognize what actually did I do well? What am I good at? What am I actually believing to be true about myself that is focused on the ability and focused on my confidence level? What did work well? And I would challenge you to push through the self-doubt that will come up because there will be that little voice that will go, nothing, you didn't do anything well, it all sucked. Like, But I guarantee you, if you push through, you need to be able to find one or two little things that you did do well and that you can celebrate yourself for and congratulate yourself for because that is rebuilding the trust with yourself. That is actually showing up for yourself and celebrating who you are and your capabilities and ability, okay? This is so important and this often gets completely forgotten about because we're so focused on the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. But then when we spiral out of control into self-doubt, we wonder why it was so easy to go back down that spiral because we've completely deleted all of the good things that worked well. And we've completely let go of all the possibilities that were open to us because we did show up for ourselves and we did have that self-trust to honor our word and honor our commitment. We've literally deleted, and our brain does this, right? Because if you tell it what's not important, it will delete it because otherwise our brain becomes too overwhelmed with too much information, and we distort certain things. So in the past, there'd be, I'm guarantee you there's been things that have worked well for you and that you have done very well at and you've, you've been very confident at, but then in reflection, you've looked at it and actually made meaning of it to be something different. And you've looked back on it instead of celebrating yourself and showing your abilities and congratulating yourself, you were harsh on yourself and you were mean to yourself and you literally said, well, that was terrible, right? When it wasn't true. So it's important that if you want to rebuild the trust with yourself and start to let go of self-doubt, that you start to celebrate yourself and you start to recognize your abilities for what they are. And that is achievements and that is confidence and that is ability. Okay, and this is so important because when you doubt your power, you give your power to doubt. We do this, honestly, on a regular basis. We're giving our power away. So every time that you indulge self-doubt, we're giving the power to the doubt. But what I want for you is to pull that power back and start to recognize you. Recognize your ability, recognize your confidence, recognize your ability to show up for yourself, your goals and what you want for your life and celebrate yourself. And honestly, sometimes in Australia, it's one of those things like we don't want to celebrate ourselves because it might 
seem egotistical or it might seem like we are being a little bit presumptuous of ourselves or we're being um, cocky, right? But when it comes to self-belief, we need to have that for ourselves. And I'm not saying you don't have to go out to the world and be like, see, look what I did. I'm amazing. You don't have to do that at all, but you need to do it for yourself. You need to do it for yourself. That is all that is important in this moment. We want to eradicate self-doubt. Then you've got to believe in what you can achieve and your ability. And that all comes down to how you talk to yourself in your own head. If you continuously indulge those self-doubt thoughts, if you continuously believe them on a regular basis, then that is all that's going to continue to happen. Remember before how I said that we have 80% of the thoughts we had yesterday, uh, 80% of the thoughts we're going to have today. So if you want to stop living in the past and stop living in that self-doubt spiral, then I challenge you to stop indulging it. Have an argument with your inner critic and stop listening to it and stop allowing it to be true for you. When we actually have that argument and we take a moment, we say, hey, actually, what did work well is this. And I'm going to honor myself for that. And I'm going to celebrate myself for this. And I'm going to congratulate myself for this because that was freaking awesome. And that's how we start to build the belief within yourself. And it doesn't have to get cocky. It doesn't have to get, you know, over the top indulgent because then that becomes narcissistic, right? But we want to get to the point where we believe in ourselves and our own power and our own capabilities. Because if you are in business, then you need to believe in yourself first because nobody is going to buy from someone who doesn't believe in themselves or their product. So if you want to eradicate that self-killer, that little killer of a belief, because that's what it is. Self-doubt is a killer of self-belief. So if you want to eradicate that, start noticing where it's holding you back. Start to argue with it and start celebrating and congratulating yourself and reminding yourself of your ability, reminding yourself of your opportunities and your possibilities and reminding yourself of how strong you are, how confident you are, your own power, and start to live in that place of self-trust. I hope this episode has given you a lot to think about and take the time to do the work because this is where everything stems from. If self-doubt is honestly controlling a lot of your thought patterns, then this is the biggest work that you can do for yourself. And if you struggle with it, please reach out and let me know. I'm here to help. Let it sink in, recognize it and do the work on a daily basis. And if it takes the way you need to sit down and write down the thought patterns that you're having and then start to write down the thought patterns you would like to have instead and start working towards those thought patterns, that works as well. That's why self-affirmations work so well. We've got to believe them. We've got to stand in our power and believe them. Saying them out loud helps to reinforce them to our subconscious mind. So start honoring yourself by choosing beliefs and choosing thought patterns that support your growth and that support your ability and support your self-belief. It's where it all stems from and it's where you can do the most amount of most impactful work is rebuilding your self-trust and rebuilding your self-belief. So thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share with me on Instagram or Facebook what you've taken away from this episode and I will speak to you all really soon. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week. And here's to taking your life to the next level.